Lord, please let this song out my head. Make it clap for Jesus. You make it clap, Lord. Yes. Hey, y'all. It's Ashley, a.k.a. Ash. Ash Shantavia, a.k.a. Shay. And, and this, this is Obedience Podcast. So, we just want to welcome you guys to the final episode of our May Flower series. Mm-hmm. I hope that you guys have sticked around with us, and we're so glad to have you doing this last and final episode of the series. So, just to give you guys a brief overview of what this series is and what it entails. So, as you may have heard, April showers brings what? May flowers. So... We thought that we should and we can apply that to our spiritual lives as well. So, during our Mayflower series, we hope that you guys continue to or bring back to remembrance or even learn the promises of God. So, you can use those in your prayer life. You can use those and match those with your confessions and also see the goodness and the fullness of God um, through his promise. Because we already know with our anchor scripture for this series that God's promises are yes and amen, which is 2 Corinthians 1 and 20. And it reads, For as many as are the promises of God in Christ, they are all answered, yes. So through him, we say our amen to the glory of God. So we did start off with discussing salvation. That is the first requirement to be able to receive these promises of God because we know that through that study, it is through Christ Jesus. So, we also did cover God as a good shepherd. We knew that God is concerned about our fullness of our life and that he is our good shepherd and that he does provide for his sheep, which is, hello, us and also you. So, during this episode, we'll be covering what the wealth was side. Hey, 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 hey. So, Shantavia, go ahead and explain what we'll be covering on today during this episode. All right. So, like Ashley said, we are going to be covering where the wealth resides. And so, in this episode, we're going to go through three parts. Mm -hmm. So, first, we're going to talk about God's will is abundance. Mm -hmm. That's his will for our life. Right. Abundance. And then, second, we'll talk about the purpose of wealth. And then lastly, we'll cover the warnings or, wait, what happened? Who said that? Hold up. So for this particular episode, I will focus scripture. It's going to be Deuteronomy chapter 8 verses 6 through 20. But it is highly, highly, highly recommended that you just read the entire Deuteronomy 8. Trust me. It'll feed you good. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and read 6 to 20. Now, this is going to be a little long, but it's definitely necessary. And we are going to break the passage of scriptures up in sections through each topic. So I'm going to go ahead and start. And I am going to read this out of the NIV version. Observe the commands of the Lord your God, walking in obedience to him and revering him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land with brooks, streams, and deep springs gushing out into the valleys and hills, a land with wheat and barley, vines and fig trees, pomegranates, olive oil, and honey. 
A land where bread will not be scarce, and you will lack nothing. Mm. A land where the rocks are iron, and you can dig copper out of the hills. When you have eaten and are satisfied, praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. Be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God, failing to observe his commands, his laws, his decrees, that I am giving you this day. Otherwise, when you eat and are satisfied, when you build fine houses and settle down, and when your herds and flocks grow large, and your silver and gold increase, and all you have is multiplied, then your heart will become proud, and you will forget the Lord your God, who bought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. He led you through the vast and dreadful wilderness, that thirsty and waterless land with its venomous snakes and scorpions. He bought you water out of hard rock. He gave you manna to eat in the wilderness, something your ancestors had never known, to humble and test you so that in the end it might go well with you. You may say to yourself, my power And the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. Hmm. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. And so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your ancestors, as it is today. If you ever forget the Lord your God and follow other gods and worship and bow down to them, I testify to you today that you will surely be destroyed. Like the nations the Lord destroyed before you, so you will be destroyed for not obeying the Lord your God. So y'all understand why we had to read the whole 6020. It's a lot, but we're gonna break it down for y'all today. Don't don't fret. We got your back. But before we get into this thing, we always like to invite Holy Spirit in. So mm-hmm. let's take a little moment and bow our heads. So, Father God, we want to thank you for letting Ashley and I meet up again today. We want to thank you for your revelation inside the both of us that you are really where the wealth resides. We want to pray that through this episode, people learn the true power that they possess if they let you lead their lives. We thank you for the increase you have given us and the increase that you will give to our viewers. We pray that this word goes out and reaches whoever needs to hear this in this moment. And we just pray that as we teach, that you step in and intercede through our mouths, through our mind, and we're able to say exactly what you want to say. We pray away any technical difficulties, any bad spirits Mm -hmm. and we just pray that you come in and enter and cover this place in jesus name we pray amen 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 let's go ahead and jump into the first part when we learn god's will for our life is abundant Mm -hmm. where we will cover verses 6 to 10 okay first looking at verse 6 let's just focus on that one verse Mm -hmm. first it says observe the commands of the Lord your God. Right. Walking in obedience to him and revering him. Stop right there. We're just going to stop right there. 
God's will in our lives is abundance, but it is all dependent on us observing his commands, one, mm-hmm. and then walking in obedience. We can hear what God wants us to do all day long, but if we don't actually move in obedience to what he's saying, sure. what he wants to bless us with, is we're never going to receive it because mm-hmm. we're not doing the second part in our requirement, which is to walk in obedience. Now, we all know what observe is. That means to notice something, to keep your eyes on it, stay steadfast. Mm-hmm. And that's what we should do when we're in the word of God or spending time with him. We should constantly be observing his words mm-hmm. and obeying his commands, which the commands are in the Bible. When I read observe the commands, it made me think of Psalm 1 and 2, where it says, the more we delight in God's presence, mm-hmm. the more fruitful we will be. Mm-hmm. I bought up that scripture because we're not walking in obedience to God to gain a profit. That's not why we're doing it. Yes, God can bless us abundantly yeah, and well. He can. It's, it's really true. But that's not why we're doing it. Right now, Ashley and I, we don't make a dime from this podcast. But we're not doing it for the money. Mm-mm. We're doing it for souls. Right. We want people to be saved. We want people to have a personal relationship with God. So it's not an exchange. Yeah. Because we're in his word, so we'll get this. It's not an exchange. We're in his word because this is where he tells us what to do. Right. This is where the will for our lives this is where we'll see it, or we'll get an example of something that may have happened in the Bible. It's, it's encouragement. It's mm-hmm. his truth. It shows his love for us. It shows his sovereignty right. in this book. So we're in the word so we can get closer to God, so we can delight in his presence. Not for a game, yeah. but because we want to be more like him. We want to know more about him. Basically, what I'm saying is, You want to be in your word so you can figure out what God's will for your life is. And nine times out of ten, the will that he has for your life is going to equate to abundance. And it may not be an abundance of a salary and what he has you doing, but an abundance where I don't make enough, but I don't need for anything. I don't need for anything. Like, I actually, I'm able to do everything I want to do and more, even though my salary doesn't match what is going on in my life. Mm-hmm. The Word of God guides us in our daily decision making. Yeah, definitely. So I did want to share a transparent moment because I was definitely one that thought that you know, just enough was okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a Christian. God don't want us to have all this stuff. It ain't necessary, right? I was thinking, like, where did this stem from? Like, And I was sitting and thinking about this, and I think it could stem from Philippians 4 and 11, where it reads, it says, I have learned to be content in whatever I have, which is true. You know, God puts us in a place. I mean, we're just not going to get saved and be like, where the money reside? That's what I want over here. You know, I took it as the content message of, like, you know, I'm just going to be okay with, 
you know, not having no money left over from this check or I'm just going to be okay with not being disciplined with my money either. And I came to the realization if, you know, my thought process of, you know, enough is enough. Why would the scripture say in Ephesians 3 and, 3 and 20, what God can do exceedingly abundantly above all of those words is exceedingly. Yeah. That's just not enough. Abundantly. Abundantly is just not enough. More than what you can even ask or even think. Why would the scripture say that? And then it goes on to say, according to the power that worketh with us. Mm-hmm. If God had just the pow- enough power, look at me limiting God. But his word says exceedingly abundantly. But I'm just like, no, that's just too much. You know, why would I do that? And also John 10 and 10, which we touched on last week a little bit. And I'm going to read it in the NLT. It says, the thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. And that text is talking about Satan. But my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. So why would my thought process be that enough is just enough? And another way to debunk my thought of enough is just enough would be, why did he promise Abraham all the lands as it relates to Galatians 13 and 15? And it reads, I am giving... All this land, all this land, y'all, not just the lacuna, but, okay, let me get back to the text. As far as you can see, that sounds like abundance to me, to you and your descendants, not just him, to you and your descendants, as a permanent possession. So, that again debunks my, my thought process of like, okay, there's nowhere in scripture that says like, enough is just enough. I haven't read the entire Bible. When I think about when God did something, he always had an abundance. We think back on when he fed the, the multitude with a little bit. He multiplied that and still had leftovers. I had whole dinner plates to send to the other people. So where where am I getting this thought process from? It must be untrue because there's no way that I've, I've read that God was just like, all right, now that's enough though. You know, but... Why would he say that I'm going to pull out the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing? Thank you, Holy Spirit, because I didn't have that written down. Why would he say that if just enough was just enough? So, if you have that process like I did, throw it out the other window. Because God is trying to pour you out some blessings out the window, sis. But the key to, like Shay said before, like it's through our obedience. We have to get to the realization that we're not here for ourselves. We're here to bring glory back to God and that God will not allow you to live in lack, <laughs> live by just by just getting by. Yeah. He don't want you to live like that. No. Where in the area of your life are you not being obedient or reverencing God, um, observing? Go back to what you said. Where are you not observing God? Are you not observing him with your finance? When you sit down and pay your bills, have you made room for God? There you go. And I was, thank you, Holy Spirit, because I was guilty of that. I have everything written out. Okay, I pay my tithes. I do my offering. I do this. Well, every paycheck, I knew how much I was probably going to get back from that. Um, I knew who to pay and when to pay it. I had everything laid out. Had a whole spreadsheet. But was I making room for God? Am I, am I sitting down to say, oh, God, who do you have me to bless this week? Is there somebody else you want to put on my spirit to bless? That's good. You know? So, it's in our obedience that we have to be sensitive and we have to listen and sit down and be like, okay, God, how are you to use me? And you never know. Even if he tell you to use your last, 
even if we, we're going to continue in the text, like, he want us to be full. Yep. <laughs> he want us to be taken care of. Remember, go back to the previous scripture. He's our good shepherd. And he, he his will for our lives is that we be well. Like, he cares for our well-being in the entirety, just not a specific area. If we're just to have enough, how are we supposed to be able to give? Yeah, it's Luke 6 and 38. It says, give and it will be given to you. Good measure. Press down, shaken together, <laughs> and running over will be put into your bosom. With the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. I remember this analogy so well. I'm so glad my dad had to download into his feet. He wants us to be like running over with blessings like that we won't have room to receive and that we have to give it to somebody else like I have to bless you because God is just that good and when we do that we're pointing people to God so that even they'll be able to form that relationship with God so it's the reason behind the abundance that's to help anyone that has thought of the process or thought of the thought that enough is just enough that's not God's will for our lives. Me personally, I never had that attitude. But I did have an attitude, like, when I read the episode. I was like, I can't talk about wealth because I'm not in wealth right now. Right. So, this is for the people who were not particularly where the wealth resides <laughs> right now. So, this whole concept of wealth was a really hard topic for me to even approach. Me too <laughs> because we're talking about abundance. Right now, I'm not living in abundance. Right now, I'm on the journey of getting out of debt. And if anybody has ever been in debt, y'all know it's it's a slow process. Mm-hmm. Like, what my mama always tries to help me understand when I'm getting, getting like, panicky or everything, she was like, y- you didn't get into this debt overnight. Mm-hmm. It took time. So, it's going to take time to get out of it. So, I was like, but I've been doing this a year. Like, I just, I just want my money back. So, I wanted to talk in provide you some encouragement on that side of things and it pretty much goes back to what Ashley says like are you really allowing God into that finance area mm-hmm. or that area where you're having issues in that wealth department it may be hey I have a bad spending habit or I know one that I've seen a lot is you have money but you just want to give it to everybody it's mm-hmm. like is God telling you to get us everybody or are you Trying to look good to everybody. Okay. Are you allowing him into the situation? And I talked about this before. I knew that God could provide. But I was definitely limiting him. Mm -hmm. I wasn't applying that Ephesians 3 and 20. To my finance situation. Well he could do exceeding abundantly. Above all that we can ask or think. Mm -hmm. But am I really believing that he can do exceedingly abundantly in my bank account. Right. Am I really believing that? Am I allowing him into it? And so once I realized that, it was like, okay, you can do exceeding abundantly. So I am going to declare now that I'm going to be debt free before 30. This is me putting my full power in him. But the next step I had to get through was, is I was only coming to God with finances when I really didn't have anything. Like last resort, Mm -hmm. you know, our little vacation we went on was coming up. And then Mother's Day is coming up. And so 
I'm on a very strict budget, so I don't really have a lot extra. And usually if I do want something extra, I go DoorDash. Mm -hmm. But I had my surgery, so I couldn't really DoorDash. So I was like a rock stuck in a hard place. It was kind of like, okay, this trip is planned, Mm -hmm. so I need this money, and I want to give my mama something nice for Mother's Day. And so like initially, I, I went in my little pity party. I'm so tired of being a dick. Spent my day soaking in it, and then I did something about it. When I say I did something about it, I prayed. I gave it all to him. I gave all my worries to him. I listened to what he told me to do. Mm -hmm. I actually yielded, like we talked about in the I'm Saved But podcast. I was obedient to what he told me to do. And it was something so simple. He told me to reach out to Ashley and another one of our friends. So simple. But I did it. And literally the next day, I saw the blessing. I saw the blessing come out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't a, oh, I went and door dashed and got it. It was just a blessing out of nowhere. When I truly let him into the situation. And that made me realize, oh my gosh, I was not coming to you at all times. Mm -hmm. I only went to you as a last resort when I should come to you first. You should be my first priority in this situation. So, just for anybody who's like, I'm not living in abundance, and I I, I don't believe that he's where the wealth resides. He is where the wealth resides. Mm -hmm. It goes back to what we said before. You have to walk in obedience, and you have to put him first in your situation. Once you do all of that, that's when we'll get into the abundantly that he wants for us. And Ashley mentioned it too in verses 7 through 10. It talks about what happens when we observe God's word Mm -hmm. and obey. In verse 7, it says, I am going to bring you into a good land. A good land. And then it goes on to talk about how good that land is going to be. So this, I'm going to bring you into a good land. That's what he's trying to get us if we just obey him. Just obey what I am saying and I am going to get you there. And then in verse 9, my favorite part, it says, you will lack nothing. Mm. And we already know when you see you will, that's a fact. It's a promise. You shall. His word will not come back void. And right before it says you will lack nothing, it says a land where bread will not be scarce. (laughs) It made me think, oh, this is the same God that made manna rain down from the sky when the Israelites were out in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. Rain, like Ashley said, he is not a God of, I'm going to be, you know, meek and mild. No, he is going to show up and show out in that situation. In verse 10 is a good segue into the second part Mm -hmm. of our episode. Because it ends with, when you have eaten and are satisfied, praise the Lord God for the good land he has given to you. Let's stop it. Praise the Lord God. Yeah. A lot of people, (laughs) when they get what they want from God, financially speaking, and any other kind of situation, when you get that man, when you get that grade, when you get that acceptance, when you get that job, you forget. Yeah. Many times people receive 
what they want from God, and then they start to think, look what I did. <laughs> the second part of the episode, we're going to talk about the purpose of wealth, mm-hmm. but also this is where we see what happens if you forget where your wealth comes from. Right. And this is going to be verses 11 through 18 for everybody following along in their Bibles. So just to piggyback off of what you said, like when you get your blessings from God, what you've been praying for, what you've been petitioning God for, basically don't be acting brand new like <laughs> it was you that did the thing that you didn't ask God for. Let's come on back. The word of God says, humble yourself now. <laughs> now, don't be acting like you done came up there and you done orchestrated all these things. Because at the end of the day, you just got to be like, okay, Lord. Can't nobody orchestrate this but you. Okay? Yeah. So, you have to realize that God has given you the wisdom to say for a job interview. God has given you the words to say. Yeah. He's given you the wisdom. He's given you the job to even apply for it. Mm-hmm. The transportation to get there, you could have had a blowout. And they could have been like, all right, we'll need you. He's given you the energy, the activity of your limbs, and the guidance to be able to receive whatever you have. Even the resources of what you have already. So always reverence God in all that you have. All that you have because you can't even say that it was you. You can't even say that it was your degree. Even though you worked hard for it. God gave you the grace to get through it. Yeah. The first part says be careful. Be careful with me. Which pretty. <laughs> I circled be careful. Mm-hmm. Because I just. When I saw that. I saw warning, 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 <laughs> warning, warning. I wrote it in my notes. But literally like. Y'all heard that Cardi B song? She said, be careful with me. Be careful, be careful. Yeah, like, she went bland. Be careful with me or I will leave you. But that ain't what God gonna do, but you know. But, you know, that's the kind of energy that I feel like, you know, God was saying, like, be careful. Do not forget me. Mm-hmm. But I love verse 12 because it tells you why. It says, otherwise. Mm-hmm. Otherwise. And I wrote in my notes between verse 12 and 13. That everything that comes after otherwise, that's everything that can actually happen to us if we obey God. Yeah. So, we can we can eat and be satisfied. We can build fine houses. We can settle down. I, I thought about retire. We can retire without a worry in the world. Mm-hmm. We can have large herds and flocks. I'm thinking kids, investments. Yes, come on. When I see that, and it's going to grow large. And your silver and gold will increase. Come on, money. All you have is multiplied. That is what he wants to do for us if we obey him. But then verse 14 tells us then. That's where the consequence comes in. Mm -hmm. Then. So, if you forget God, then you'll have all those things I just said. Look how God, look how good God is. Mm -hmm. You'll have all those things, even though he probably know that you go and forget him because y'all know he know all things. But then your heart will become proud Mm -hmm. and you will forget the Lord. And I think that goes back to you blessing people. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the Lord will keep you in lack because he knows what's going to happen if you live in abundance. Mm -hmm. 
He knows you're not managing your money right. Right. He knows you're not blessing the people how he wants the people to be blessed. He knows you're not giving him 10%. So why would he bless you abundantly if you're not going to steward your money to push the kingdom forward? Hmm. Okay. Hmm. If I am a parent and my child acts up or don't obey, let me say this, don't obey my rules in my house, why would I bless him with more things so he can mess it up? So at the end of the day, it's kind of like a protection for you. Yeah. It's a protection plan. And you know the good thing about it too? Mm -hmm. Like, say you've been... You've been horrible. You've been a horrible child. Mm-hmm. But your parents, still going to give you grace. Like, God will give you grace. Like, right. at Christmas, they're going to say, I'm not going to buy you this. they still going to buy it for you because it's Christmas. Right. So, God will give us grace in our situation. So, sometimes we may like, ooh, a check in the mail. He'll give yeah, us grace because he sees that we're struggling. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to ever, like, get you out of that complete lack because he knows. He knows. I also wanted to point this out. So verse 15, I I compared it to like earthly examples. Mm -hmm. It said that he led you through the vast and dreadful wilderness. Dreadful wilderness. I thought about the dried up pockets. Like. Ain't number lint. (laughs) Lint. (laughs) And then it said that thirsty and waterless land. Thirsty and waterless land. I thought about people who live paycheck to paycheck. Every single check, the thirsting for more. Mm-hmm. It's barely enough. And then it goes on to say, with its venomous snakes and scorpions. That's thieves. Yeah. You know, thieves taking your money. As soon as you get something, they take it away from you. Mm-hmm. But he bought you through all of that. Or he's blocked all of that from happening to you. Mm-hmm. And then in verse 16... What pointed out to me is where it says he gave you manna to eat in the wilderness, something your ancestors had never known. So, you know, every single generation is supposed to be more successful than the next generation. Mm -hmm. That's just the natural hierarchy of things. And so literally God gave these Israelites people manna from the from the sky. No, I bet you no one never thought that would happen. Mm -hmm. Just like he didn't think it was going to rain. Right. So, he's trying to bless you more abundantly than the lifestyle that your parents had. Mm. So, let's not do the same mistakes that your parents made. Yeah, we're so good. And then it says, so that in the end, it might go well with you. Mm -hmm. Might. Yeah. Right there, that word. That's good. Let you know that abundance is conditional. (laughs) Conditional to your obedience. Yes. It might go well with you. He wants it to go well with you, but it's all according to the path that you take. Mm -hmm. You better break it down, sis. (laughs) Verse 18 tells why we are promised wealth, and it goes back to the Abrahamic covenant. Mm -hmm. It says, but remember the Lord your God. For it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. Like Ashley said, it's him who gave you that ability, not you. Mm-hmm. And so confirms his covenant. Let's go back to the promises episode where Ashley talked about covenants. He swore to your ancestors, yep. which is Abraham, as it is today. In the Abrahamic covenant, he said that I am going to give you the land of Canaan and make your ancestors rich and flourishing people. Mm-hmm. 
And that's all he wants to do for us. We are the ancestors of Abraham. Yep. All he wants to do is make us live in abundance. Yep. So we have to remember what he's done for us mm-hmm. so we don't become that prideful person. So everything that we just talked about in verses 11 through 18, that's just like warning signs of what can happen to you internally and what can happen if you don't obey his commands. Mm -hmm. So the next section, we're talking about weight hold up, where it actually gets into the actual results for getting the Lord. So let's get into verses 19 through 20. So going back into this text, going over the verses 19 and 20. So I do want to touch on the follow other gods and worship them and bow down to them. Now, that doesn't have to be like the little G's that we talk about. Like you worship the sun, you worship the stones, you worship the rocks and all the crystals and the things, you know, you guys have heard of. It doesn't specifically include those. It also entails, so you can worship money and not even know that you're doing it. So if your job says, can you stay over and you know you're supposed to be at church, church, you're supposed to be doing something for your family. And that is pretty much putting your job, your money, your work before your family, putting them before God. So what that's in a sense worship with them. Mm-hmm. Now I can see if you do it like maybe one time, you know, have to meet a deadline, or whatever. But if you're always going to that job, if you're always worshiping, I don't know, people, if you're worshiping or idolizing other things in your life, and you're pretty much bowing down to those things. And it says that I testify against you today that you will surely be destroyed. So at the end of the day, do not allow wealth to have you. Don't allow anything else in this world to have you. But have God and have God have you in the palm of his hand. At the end of the day, you need to, we need to, I have to include myself as well. We have to get to the realization and allow it to be the center of our, of our walk here on this earth. As our purpose here on this earth. That. You know, this is all about God. This is my life is for him. He's given me this life, so why not me give my life to him? That surely be destroyed part. I wanted to point out something for that too. When he says you will surely be destroyed, Mm -hmm. don't just automatically think that you're going to lose all your money. The person that you see forgetting the Lord, they're going to lose all their money. That's not not destruction per se. That's true. So they may not lose their wealth. But you know what they will lose? Their happiness. Their joy. Their sanity. The richest man in the world is getting a divorce. <laughs> There's so many rich people who commit suicide. There's so many rich people who are unhappy. Yeah. Wealth does not bring you happiness. At all. I, I see a lot of people who say, oh, they're such bad people. Why are they succeeding in life? Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. That's not success to God. That's not, that's an earthly success. Right. That's not what he's concerned about. He wants us to be like Paul, you know, out here on fire trying to get these people to hear the good news. Paul says, I am not ashamed of the gospel. I'm not ashamed. Mm -mm. So just, just remember that you may see some people who are are not following God, who who are not living the Christian lifestyle 
and you see that they're wealthy, just your, that doesn't mean that they're not destroyed. Right. You have no idea what's going on behind closed doors. Yeah. And then in verse 20 where it says, like the nations the Lord destroyed before me, we have to remember what happened mm-hmm. in the time of Noah. I talked about it in the makeup and ministry. He destroyed everything. But at the end of that, y'all know what he did? Mm-hmm. He made a promise. Yep. And our promise right now is that we are promised well. We have it from our father Abraham. Mm-hmm. We just have to be obedient to that, to receive the promises of God. Right. If we're not obedient, if we're not being obedient, then we automatically forfeit the abundance that we could have. Yeah. But y'all know that the first thing that you must do in order to receive the promise of abundance, you must first receive salvation. So through Jesus Christ, we are all, all offered an opportunity to have a personal relationship with God. Yeah. If you haven't received Jesus Christ on today, now is the perfect time and the perfect opportunity to do so. Yep. So if you would like to accept Jesus as your Savior, all you have to do is repeat this short prayer after us. Lord Jesus, I know without you, I am lost. Today, I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. I receive you today as my Savior, and I give you the throne of my heart. Thank you for forgiving me and delivering me from my sins. Amen. Amen. And just like that, it is that simple. You are now a part of the kingdom of God. Welcome, you guys. Welcome to this abundant life. (laughs) Welcome to this abundant life. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, remember the first step is to receive salvation. But after that, you must obey God. And then abundance will begin to flow in your life. Yeah. So just obey him. Stick with him. We promise you he will never leave you nor forsake you. And if you are at that stage in your life where your abundance isn't looking like what it's supposed to look, Mm -hmm. just remember it's a promise. It's coming. It's coming when he knows it's ready to come. It's just a seed in the ground right now. So keep watering it. Keep taking care of it. Yes. So, yeah, just remember that. Be sure to connect with a Bible teaching church. We always include our church's live stream in the description box below where we go live at 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time Mm -hmm. and 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time every single Sunday. And then every first Thursday of the month, our pastor does a special first Thursday message. We go live Mm -hmm. at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. That's right. All right. So comment down below. Let us know if you had a time that God has blessed you in the abundance. So we want to hear those stories. You know, you just never know who it will bless. So be sure to comment down below. Encourage somebody. I love to hear the encouragement, financial blessings. It lets me know, okay, Shay, just stick to it. Yeah. Just stick to it. (laughs) And then if you haven't, go ahead and like this video. And then be sure to subscribe to our channel. If you haven't, we are on the road to 500 subscribers. So come on in the room and subscribe to us and then you should hit that bell notification so you are notified every single time we upload Mm -hmm. so be sure to share this video with five of your friends that's right one two three four and five be sure to show them you know god's will for our lives is abundance and since this is the abundance episode go ahead and share with 10 of your friends 
Share it abundantly. Yes, you better. Share it abundantly. Yes. That's right. If you haven't, make sure that you're following us on all of our social media pages. They should be on your screen right now. Mm-hmm. And be sure to follow us on our Facebook live group where we do life together. Mm-hmm. Remember, from our salvation interview, community is so important yes. in your walk with God. So come join our community. Come on, come on, come on. And also, if you have any prayer requests, be sure to send those to us at obediencepodcast at gmail.com. We'll be sure to stand in agreement with you, you and you and you. If you have not downloaded our free printable that goes through 24 of the promises of God, be sure to click the link down below to download that free printable. Mm -hmm. It is always great to be reminded of the promises of God. That's right. And throughout this series, that is what we have done. And now we have come to an end of our Mayflower series. That's right. We hope that you planted some great promises Mm -hmm. and we cannot wait to see your flowers bloom when it's time. Yeah, definitely. And we want to hear you guys' testimonies. Be sure to shoot us a DM. Make a post, tag us in it. We want to be able to share that with our followers as well. You just never know who wants or who needs to hear that encouragement. Yeah. They could be going through the same thing at the same time. So just be sure to show, share that with us when those flowers bloom in your life. Yeah. And you do reap a harvest from those, those seeds that were planted. So we want to know. All right, y'all. So do not forget. Yes, the series episodes are over, but we have one more live interview. Mm-hmm. But we will be interviewing a member of the breaking bread podcast which is a podcast from out of our church right at christian center church and joining us will be our youth minister pastor corpian we're excited to have him on so we hope that you guys tune in same place tuesday at 7 p.m central standard time we'll see you guys then we really hope that this series has blessed you it has blessed me. I'm always so happy when Holy Spirit puts something yeah. on Ashley because I know it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna get me. It's gonna get me to Lord really to look at myself. Because <laughs> yeah, because that bedrock faith. When I Man. talked about my whole sis thing, it really got me mm-hmm. to observe myself, and and this series really got me to observe, you know, where I was in the trusting God financially and trusting Him with like the different promises and stuff like that. So, I am so excited for the next series that we have. And I pray that it blesses you guys as much as this series has blessed you all. And it's just up from here, like Cardi's business. If it's up, up, it's up, up, and it's it's stuck. All right, so we're going to get up out of here. Thank you for everybody that stuck with us. Thank you for everybody that tuned in to all the lives, all the premieres. God got you, girl. I see you. Yasmin, thank you for yeah. always rewatching. We see you, girl. girl uh, Mama why Pope. Are you, why are you shouting out people like we were one in the wood? Oh, I'm sleeping. <laughs> All right, y'all. We will see y'all next time. And as always, be, be obedient. obedient. See y'all then. And y'all better get up for this next series. Yes. Go get it. Go get it. Go, go get your blessing. Go get it. Oh, you went down deep. Why not? I was just go get it. Note. Go get it.